everyone. Welcome to the voice of Dr. Yan, and I'm your host, Dr. Li Meng Yan. In 2018 November, there was a Chinese scientist, He Jianhui, announced that he has successfully conducted the first human embryo gene editing projects in China, and also the embryos was modified in the DNA to uh, get the naturally immune immunity against HIV. Also, he told the world that he's the first scientist in the world to do this kind of project, and the twins have been born at that time. He announced it the day before a very important international conference which was held in the University of Hong Kong. And I was there, also attended that conference. So why I mention this person at this moment? Because recently, the news came out. He, after he conducted the human projects of gene editing and got condemned by the international academic field, and then CCP put him into prison for three years, now has came out of the prison. And more than that, in the last few months, he has established his own lab in Beijing and also received the fundings from CCP government to continue the gene editing projects. More than that, again, the news showed that He has successfully obtained a special visa issued by Hong Kong government. It's called Top Talent Pass Scheme. That means He is recognized as a top talent by Hong Kong government, and he could go to Hong Kong to find the collaborators and investors and continue his uh, career. He already told the people that he is continuously working on the gene editing. Also, this time, he moved from HIV field to the rare genetic disease field. And also, he said he still believes that this would be the uh, projects that would um, help the families with disease and also bring them the happy future. I mean, as I said, four years ago, I was in the conference. I saw how he presented his um, experiments, his projects using twins, two girls at that time. And also, there were only six to seven people in the conference were allowed to uh, ask questions to her and get his answer. And luckily, I was one of those. For me, I know He has done that with approved by Chinese Communist government. However, 
Even I didn't expect that he could go back to the same field after his jail life, and also he could get so much support from CCP government. Even he is already, uh, even though he is already a notorious scientist in the world. I still remember at that time. He announced this bombshell news right before the conference because he thought he could receive a lot of praise in the conference, and he thought he could become the top influential scientist in this field. And also, there is evidence that Chinese Communist Party supported his work because. At that time, although the whole world was shocked, the state-run、uh, media CCTV in China has already made the propaganda for He. When He announced that news, immediately there was His video on CCTV that he got interviews said he has done that. He's the first scientist in the world who did this to human, and this big achievement was considered as top award by Chinese Communist Party, and they were so exciting to promote this project. However, at that time it was twenty eighteen. No one accepted this, even this was from China. Even CCP backed it up, endorsed it. So at that time, immediately in the next day in the conference, when journalists rushed to the experts to the organizers, they all condemned that. And that was twenty eighteen, and it was so sudden, so clearly. CCP hasn't coordinated with international experts. I mean, they could have learned the experience and、uh, improved that in the COVID nineteen、uh, crisis. However, at that time, even the NIH director, Dr. Francis Collins, publicly condemned this project. New York Times and all the other mainstream media also show the same attitude against this project. So, He and the CCP have to change their plan, and the CCP, of course, as we know now, always cheat, deny to maintain their reputation to fool the world. So at that time, first. His presentation was delayed, and the first day it was supposed to be his presentation, and、uh, he just, I mean, uh, quit that part. And also the next day, people don't know whether he could attend the conference until the last minute. I still remember the that is a big conference hall full of media and also uh audience. 
and people even uh not researchers like the um some of my alumni who working in the financial uh companies in center in Hong Kong also ran to the conference hall. They try to listen to the uh, lecture and also they they try to know what happened in this project and what happened to the babies. So at the last minute, the organizers announced that He would attend the conference. And then He was accompanied by some unknown people to get into the hall. And as a Chinese, I can recognize that those unknown people are most probably the Chinese public security or state security staffs. That means her case already been changed and it's not only a research case for China, it's related to their security, which you can consider as this is related to the secret that Chinese government won't cover up. So her appeared in the conference and spent like 30 minutes to present his projects. I mean, although we know that was an unethical experiment using human, we didn't imagine how unethical it was. After listening his to listen, uh, listening to his lecture, his presentation, it's very clearly that. Her project, her work is so careless, so irresponsible, and lack of scientific thinking and lack of convincing data. I still remember when he post a genome sequence data, it shows that the knocking out of the gene CCR5 from the twins embryos were incomplete. That means, although he claimed that he has found that the CCR5 gene would uh would relate it to the risk of the twins to get the uh, infection of HIV, especially inherited it from the father. So he decided to knock, knock this gene off to prevent HIV from the kids. He didn't completely knock, knock off the genes from the embryos. To be honest, I even feel it would be better for the twins with the incomplete knockoff because that may partially guarantee their gene function, which works widely in the normal immunity. However, it shows how irresponsible he and his team were. And also, not only that, they didn't conduct many experiment with convincing data. In fact, they have just show very little data from some animal experiment, which is definitely insufficient 
to prove the safety and also effectiveness of the gene editing projects before they move it to human. So based on this very poor quality data, the whole team moved it to human. At that time, He managed to persuade multiple parents. I mean, these parents are selected that father has HIV disease. And they are, they are desperately eager to have the kid, but they don't want their kid suffer from HIV. So that's why he provides them the free treatment using their embryos to do the gene editing to edit the DNA of the babies by knocking out one very important gene, CCR5, which he even doesn't know the functions and doesn't know how important this gene is. And finally, before he appeared in the conference, before he announced that, twin girls, has a couple of twins has already been born. And also another lady already, I mean, have the uh, have pregnanted and the baby will be uh, delivered soon. And at least the three babies has been done in the labs using their embryos to do the gene editing. I still remember when He presented his data, the scientists in the conference are shocked again. At least they are, like me, expected better data to attenuate their worries. But no, He didn't have any good data to assure the scientists. But he insisted that he brought the happiness to the family. He brought them hope. And he believed that his project uh, is successful. And also he even said even he was a father with HIV, he would do the same thing to his babies before they were born. And I have asked him, I said, how could you guarantee that knocking, by knocking out the gene of CCR5, the kids would still maintain normal immunings, uh, immune functions in their lives because CCR5 widely worked in the immunity. So what kind of side effect will there be? And for example, how could the kid get a basic vaccination like the other kids in their lives? What will happen to their immunity if they receive the vaccination but lack of CCR5 gene? And also I asked him, we know that previous record has shown that if you give the surveillance, long-lasting uh, surveillance to the kids, and the kids will suffer the huge 
mental stress in their life, and that will significantly affect their mental health. How could you prevent this kind of mental stress? Because He has claimed that his team will continuously monitor the kids in their lives to get the data. Ah,、uh, in this project to um help them improve the whole projects. But I didn't get the direct response. In fact. He didn't answer these questions. He just told that ah,、uh, we have asked the parents to sign the agreements, and they know that we are responsible. We will do our best to help them, and kids will grow up under our uh watch, and we will uh timely do the surveillance, do the test to 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 them to get the data. We know that he is irresponsible, and we also know. Behind him, it's the irresponsible CCP regime. They don't care about the health. They don't care about the patients. They don't care about their own citizens. Only care about benefits. They care about what they want. For her, he wants reputation. He wants the profits. He has his own bio companies. And for CCP, they want this kind of advanced technology. Especially want to see how it happened to human, because later we know CCP has their own bioweapon program. They have their own bioweapon strategy against the world, and of course, to sacrifice their own citizens is not a big deal. According to Xi Jinping, this is called bottom-line thinking. Once you break through these kind of restrictions, once you decide to use your own citizens to do these kind of very risky human trials, maybe they could get a lot of benefits. So it's worthy to do that. That's their logics. So at that time. Because the whole world condemned her and this project, CCP tried to maintain its reputation, and that's why later when her rashly, I mean, finished this uh presentation, I mean, he, I mean, the whole Q and A section was quit in a hurry, and he was immediately sent back to mainland China. A With a company of the law enforcement teams, he was kind of disappeared from the public. And also, after that, to maintain the reputation and to cheat the world, CCP has announced that he has illegally、uh, did something. And、uh, also, this is not approved by CCP government and like the Chinese、uh, Academy of Medical Science and also other organizations, hospitals who work with her, all uh published the statement uh to uh separate them from her, and then her was put into prison for three years. 
So no one can investigate this case because clearly it was sealed by CCP. And also the international uh, world, the media, the scientific field seems to accept that he has done it individually because CCP has punished him. So they tend to believe that CCP government is a fair government and who is just an individual who committed this kind of very unethical and even anti-humanism uh, crime. However, now, after the COVID pandemic, we see who came out and immediately obtained huge support from CCP government. I would assume you can understand more about CCP government because these kind of projects like COVID-19 are conducted by the scientists on behalf of CCP government. He Jianqui, or Bad Woman Shi Jianli in Wuhan, they are all the individuals in the whole projects of CCP's bioweapon or bioweapon-related program. CCP used them to obtain the advanced technology from overseas and to extend the international academic network. Who has been uh, studied in who has studied in Rice University to get his PhD and also later went to Stanford uh, for a short while, like several months, uh, as a postdoc fellow. And then he brought his Stanford University supervisor and other uh, supervisors back to China to do this gene editing projects in a commercial way combined with academic collaboration. So this is a typical case to tell you these things never happened by accident or never happened without acknowledgement of uh, acknowledgement from CCP in China. Actually, CCP approved all of these projects, no matter it's Hearst gene editing or the COVID-19 uh, lab modification by Wuhan and other military labs. Once things happen, if it's necessary, CCP will throw out some scientists as scapegoat, like her. He was put into prison for three years. Or maybe he's not in the prison, but he was, I mean, it was told he is in prison. He was in prison. We never know. Maybe he just stayed at home for three years. Anyway, he and the CCP had made the secret deals to use three years to exchange further support from CCP and also help CCP to maintain their reputation in the world. And uh, Shi Zhengli, if it's necessary, CCP will also throw her, throw her out 
or even put her to prison. But it doesn't mean CCP is innocent. It doesn't mean she knows nothing about these lab activities. Instead, CCP, PLA, People's Liberation Army, CCP's military, and their boss, big boss, Xi Jinping, they are the dominant roles behind all these kind of bio activities using gain of function, using the Chinese citizens, uh, risky, dangerous, whatever. Because, as I said, the biosecurity is the national strategy in Xi Jinping, especially Xi Jinping's regime. While here, in the context of a communist China, the biosecurity means novel, unrestricted bioweapon and related technologies. So her story can tell you that how evil CCP government is and also how cunning it is. So since the world know that He Jianhui came out of the jail and also received the Hong Kong visa as a top talent pass, it became the big news again. And after several days discussion, and Hong Kong government realized that they should also do something to maintain CCP's reputation. So the officials in Hong Kong uh, told the media that, oh, we didn't know who applied this visa. And uh, uh, now we know that he has a criminal records. So we are uh, considering to uh, withdraw his visa because this is illegal uh, to apply the uh, talent visa with the criminal records. If you believe that Hong Kong government was innocent and just cheated by her again, oh, I would say you are so naive. Clearly, CCP and Hong Kong are together. Hong Kong belong to CCP and Hong Kong government is just CCP's running dog. They allow her to get this visa because if her can move to Hong Kong to continue this uh, research or this kind of human trial, it would be easier for him to attract the investors as well as the other scientists from overseas because still Hong Kong would be considered as independent and also uh, with more opportunities in many, uh, especially foreigners' views. Since this was revealed, CCP and Hong Kong government changed their uh, decision, but it won't stop her to continue his work in this field. And even he cannot go to Hong Kong. The investors and also other scientists who want to join these brutal, risky, unethical experiments also could collaborate with him in Beijing. So for him and the CCP, there is nothing to lose. Even without a visa, who cares? 
everything controlled by CCP. They can give anything he need if necessary. This is China. So, if you understand the logics behind this story, I think you could deepen your understanding of origin of COVID nineteen, as well as the other activities like spy balloons released by civil researchers for the weather study accidentally entered U.S. This is a pattern. CCP always use the same pattern to chase the world. Because it always useful, it works in CCP's history, and they believe that they could keep using the same tactics, this kind of unethical and unrestricted tactics to beat the world. So let's have a short break. And after it, we will continue our discussion on He and also other issues in China. You already know Genesis Plus HOCL is your best defense against viruses, but did you also know it's the most powerful weapon for eliminating airborne mold too? Customers are raving about the Genesis Fogger's ability to tackle mold problems and the bad smells that go with them. And we all know mold is a hazard to your health. There's no airborne invader that Genesis can't handle. Visit genesisfogger.com/outloud to receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. Trouble concentrating or recalling information is frustrating, embarrassing, and kills productivity. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Focus and Recall to boost your brain power. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Focus and Recall is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients to help you immediately sharpen focus, concentrate longer, and strengthen recall. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order, risk-free. Love it or your money back, guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code out loud. Here we take on the challenges of our generation, so that we can preserve future generations. AmericaOutloud.com. Seven amazing years. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the voice of Dr. Yin, and let's continue the topics in the last section. We've talked that the Chinese scientist He Jiankui. Has conducted the world's first gene editing、uh, projects in the human embryos, and also after they knocked out a gene from the embryos, the twins were born. So his project was very controversial. Actually, got huge condemned 
by the academic field at that time in 2018. So Chinese Communist Party pretended to uh, blame him and also send him into jail for three years. However, right after his jail period, CCP again gave him the lab, gave him the financial support, gave him other support, and let him continue his work in the gene editing field using human. So recently, He was invited to attend one international seminar. This seminar is called Looking Back into the Future, CRISPR and Social Values. CRISPR is the top gene editing technology in the world, the most advanced one. And also, He was, uh, uh, was using that, uh, that kind of CRISPR technology uh, four years ago to make the gene editing babies. And this was uh, organized by a committee called Biogovernance Commons. And it was said this is an organization formed by the researchers from China, UK, and uh, US in 2021. So in this conference, many people want to know Hu's reflection and his new opinions on the ethics in gene editing field, especially using human and also embryos. However, He didn't reply them directly. Again, as how he answered my questions in 2018 in that conference, he just talked about some fancy words, talking about how helpful, how hopeful this technology will be, and how much he won't help people in this field. Some researchers told the media that they were upset about Hu's response. They expected more uh, direct and also constructive uh, opinions from her in this uh, issue. On this issue, mm, I really don't know why they are so naive, especially after the COVID pandemic. After all the thing happened in the origin of COVID-19, how much lies come out from CCP and their scientists and how shameless the regime and also their scientists are, why do you still expect He, a scientist on behalf of CCP, working for CCP, could answer these questions? And could do you think he could also blame himself or blame this government or blame that how much support he got before he announced he has made gene editing babies born? If so, I do feel that CCP's unrestricted tactic works so well, especially in the academic field. Scientists still respect CCP and still want to do the fair cooperation and transparent cooperation with CCP and their scientists and also expect for the ethic 
achievements. Come on, let's understand one fact. You are all used, like He Jianhui supervisors in Rice University or in Stanford University, and also you are used like Dr. Fauci, Peter Daszak, and Ralph Barrick, all these scientists in the COVID nineteen case. CCP need your technology, need this networked in the academic field. And also, when it's necessary, they also need you to help them to promote their series to cheat the world. If COVID-19 cannot let the scientists, the scientific field understand CCP's nature, if they still want work with CCP and even Invite the scientists like He Jianhui, who is actually not real, anti-human, and like the like the evil uh, scientist who creates a Frankenstein. You still expect these people can change, CCP can change, then you are totally wrong. Such collaboration will enhance. CCP's power in academic field, using biotechnology to do gain function, to weaponize everything, to keep undermine the world. Okay, before we move to the next topic, do you remember that in the last section I mentioned when He Jianhui appeared in the conference in Hong Kong U in 2018, he was accompanied by several mysterious young men. Yes, I believe this young man belong to the Ministry of Public Security. At least uh, most of them belongs to this ministry. So what is the Ministry of Public Security of CCP? It is a ministry organized based on the Soviet Union's models. So this is a ministry responsible for all aspects of national security in China. And it includes from the uh, regular place work to intelligence, counterintelligence, and also the very important is a core function for this ministry is to suppress the anti-communist political activities. So, this department um, usually should be uh, working on the civil uh, activities, like the uh, domestically focus on the Chinese citizens. And also, sometimes they would conduct the operations overseas. For example, the fox hunt operation. In the official introduction, the Public Security Ministry worked on the fox hunt operation to find out the suspects of the economic crimes overseas and bring them back to China for the trial. However, as I have told you before, that this operation also focuses on the dissidents. That's why I am the target 
of this fox hunt operation. And they always use your family members to come to the other countries and persuade you or uh, help them to kidnap you back to China. Yes, this is conducted by the public security because they focus on the Chinese citizens overseas. And also another thing, as we talk about, the overseas police station, these are also under the control of the Ministry of, uh, Ministry of the Public Security because this overseas police station also focus on the Chinese citizens overseas. So they still work like the police, but uh, they conduct activities illegally in other countries. And they will do all the things as they can to these Chinese citizens overseas as they can do in China. And finally bring them to China or kill them even. So in He Jianghui's case, because he is a Chinese citizen, and also because the case already has uh, become very uh, significant and involved the national uh, secrets, that means the national security. So it's reasonable that he appeared with the staffs from the public security. They need to watch him. They need to control the situation. And you may ask me, so who will be in charge of foreigners if China thought they have uh, they are the suspects for this kind of uh, intelligence activities or other uh, crime activities? So those would be uh, in charge by the Ministry of State Security. So they have conducting almost the similar things, but state security basically uh, would target the foreigners and uh, especially uh, it conducts uh, this kind of counterintelligence um, activities and also uh, including the industrial cyber uh, espionage. Different as uh, uh, public security, the state security ministry is very mysterious and it is called as the most secret uh, ministry in the world because you even cannot find the official website of the Ministry of State Security. Why? Because everything conducted by them considered as CCP secrets. So they even don't want to bother to create a website in case you know too much about this ministry. So this ministry, uh, usually people only know the director's name. For example, she has promoted one of his very loyal staff, Chen Wenqing, become the new director of the uh, Ministry of uh, State Department, uh, State Security, and that makes the uh, uh, makes the public believe that she now is can strictly control this ministry in his hand. Of course, I mean after the 
20th National Congress in China, uh, it's almost transparent that he controlled everything in China tightly in his own hand, and he's an emperor. However, recently, a news shows the deputy director, one of the deputy directors of the Ministry of State Security. And that become um, something very interesting. And that's why I want to share this with you. So according to the report, from the uh, news of a conference uh, in the Ministry of the State uh, Security, people have recognized that one of the deputy uh, director of MSS is a person named Yuan Yikun, but Yuan Yikun seems not the original name of this person. And according to the report from Singapore, this person, Yuan Yikun, actually has another name, Yuan Peng. And Yuan Peng is a, is a researcher, well-known researcher in the top think tank of CCP's national security of uh, national states, uh, national security and also the Ministry of the State Security. This think tank's name is China Institute of Contemporary International Relations. Yuan Peng appears on the official website of this think tank. And the introduction about Yuan Peng is he is a director of this institute, and also he is a, a PhD supervisor. He is uh, some kind of uh, directors in the China-U.S. Association, uh, the Research Association, and also uh, he's the kind of consultant for Ministry of the Foreign Affairs. It seems he should be a researcher, right? And also he has been the uh, visited US as a visiting scholar in the Atlantic uh, Council in DC and also later in Brookings Institute in DC, which has a two uh, very influential think tanks in US. Then how could he suddenly become the Deputy Director of Ministry of State Security, which is the top, I mean, intelligence agency in China against the foreign power and also uh, foreigners. This is a surprise. And also, behind this news, it actually tells you something important that this kind of expert researchers, although they have their public identity as 
researchers in the think tanks, scholars, and even can visit U.S. and working on the uh, this kind of academic exchange with uh, other experts overseas. Their hidden identity can be the agent in the Ministry of State Security. And also, once necessary, they would be put to the very important position like Yuan Peng because they have the very uh, solid knowledge about United States, which could help CCP to make the decision and the strategies against the U.S. This is a very dangerous system. You see, in China, they can give these people different identities. And you thought they are your friends. You work with them in the academic field. And in fact, they could be the agents. Just try to get your knowledge and also infiltrate the organizations in your country to influence you, to manipulate you. And later, they will be promoted to the important position to beat you. I have uh, debated with several this kind of expert from the Chinese think tanks or the similar organizations on TV for the COVID origin, for the pandemic. Those scientists, they all claim to the public on the media that they were just the researchers. And so they don't want to talk about anything uh, so political, especially when you talk about the origin of COVID. When you uh, reach to the CCP made COVID virus, and then they will say, oh, this is too political. And the researchers should not talk about this kind of political issues. And this is like the anti-Asian. And this is racist. All like this. At that time, I told the audience that these experts have their other identities in China. And they were loyal to CCP. That's why CCP could allow them to appear in the, in, on the international media to brainwash you using CCP's theory. Now, this case, Yuan Peng, aka Yuan Yikun, his promotion had verified this. CCP implanted this propagandist in every aspect. And you have no idea they are working as officials, as agents in that system. That's why without any consciousness, you already have been influenced by them, brainwashed by them. And they have delivered CCP series to your media to launch the information war, to enhance the unrestricted tactics. 
and once necessary, when they expose their real face, you are shocked. Okay, now we know that uh, two ministries of CCP, the public security and the state security, although they have uh, folks on the focused on the uh, different targets, citizens or the foreigners, but they are both the intelligence department and also can infiltrate uh, to other countries and also conduct the espionage activities, including the fox hunting in the uh, overseas police station and also the uh, this kind of uh, research espionage, all like that. But they are not the only department for CCP's intelligence work. For example, in CCP's military, People's Liberation Army, there was a department called General Staff. And now Xi Jinping has reorganized this General Staff Department uh, to be the Intelligence Bureau of the Joint Staff Department. But basically, those people are still uh, uh, the same people and they work in a, a similar style as before. So this department, uh, you can simply consider it as the KGB of Soviet Union and also GRU uh, because they work on the military intelligence and also uh, they develop their own technology to facilitate these kind of military activities, intelligence activities, and also they train their own operators for the dirty job. Uh, it's like go out for cating, uh, for destructive uh, activities, or all, all like that. And also, there is other another uh, department called the International Liaison Department of CCP. It's uh, directly under the control of Central Committee of CCP two. So this is considered as a department. Uh, which is active in fomenting uh, revolutionary tendencies worldwide uh, by funneling weapons, money, and resources to various pro-CCP movements. Also, the United Front Department is one of this kind of intelligence department too. So basically, these people uh, in this United Front Network have their own jobs in other countries, and they are uh, not the CCP members, but they are pro-CCP uh, They are in the pro-CCP campaign, and uh, most of them should be the foreign citizens, uh, like Chinese Americans, Chinese Canadians, Chinese Australians. But uh, CCP need these people to be part of the uh, network to facilitate uh, the other teams conduct the espionage and even the destructive activities in other countries. So in the United Front Network, you would see a lot of people, uh, for example, in U.S., working in the real estate uh, industry, uh, working in the uh, restaurants, working in the universities, working in the uh, pharmaceutical industries, all, all like that. So CCP will 
brainwash them while using the uh, benefits to uh, compromise them. And anyway, finally, uh, they become part of the pro-CCP campaigns. Like in the COVID-19 pandemic, the a lot of uh, nature origin information, or uh, pro-CCP zero COVID policy information, or uh, claim that the CCP uh, lab origin of COVID-19 is anti-Asian, is racism, this kind of uh, campaign. This kind of uh, complicated structure in CCP is to guarantee that people from outside can't uh, easily get access to the uh, secret of CCP. And even, I mean, they can't get access to the kind of uh, basic understanding of CCP. So this is also part of CCP's uh, confidentiality. They, are, they use this kind of structure to keep everything confidential. And then they can cheat you. They can lie to you and you have no evidence to refute them because you even don't uh, understand the basic facts in this whole structure. And also that's why I have been uh, working with many people and uh, the foreigners to provide them this kind of uh, knowledge and to help them to uh, find the better uh, protocols to deal with CCP, to handle CCP. Okay, thank you for listening to the voice of Dr. Yin. And we will meet you every weekend, Saturday or Sunday, at 4 p.m. Eastern Times. You can listen to the broadcast from the uh, website of the America Out Loud. And also you can go to iHeartRadio. Both have the live streaming. After that, you can uh, download the uh, like Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, uh, Pandora, all this kind of uh, various of apps for free and then listen to the Mark Out Loud radio network, including my broadcast.